Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 55. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Villas-Springer. Following on from last week's Countdown to Christmas, we discussed the issues with no shows and how to effectively manage your salon over the festive madness. As always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, how are you? I'm good now. So um, we kicked it off last week with the countdown to Christmas. We, yes. we had Chris Brennan on. And now today we have another Forest staff member. We have Helen from the training team. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first time on the show? I can't remember. No, I was on before. We were talking about um, staff meetings. And oh, yes. That, was, that must have been like six months ago. Easy. So yeah, oh my God, this is going back. Early days. Yeah. 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 yeah, so Miss us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the reason we decided to bring Helen in, like for anyone that has listened to the previous show with Helen, Helen has spent a couple of years working in the salon industry before coming over a forest. And we were just kind of trying to think of a topic this week and we're like, oh, what will we discuss now? Because we've covered a lot of Christmas stuff. And then we saw um we we're directed to a post that came up on was it Facebook or Instagram? Which I believe it was Instagram. Instagram, yeah. and it was about no shows. But it was actually shaming people. It what well, it was shaming people, and I mean, like to be fair, you're running a business, so like you can see how you would get frustrated and stuff like that. But basically, it called two people out. They agreed to a booking yeah. last night, and then still didn't turn up this morning. And I think the f- the full names were there as well, which that personally I don't agree with. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. like I know it can be. Yeah, it's frustrating and it's emotional, but at at the same time, like you're trying to run a business, and when it's Christmas, like December, your your book is essentially full. Of course, so you're yeah. refusing people away, and then the guys who you have committed a book into are turning around and going, "Ah, oh, well, actually, you know, I, I I just won't bother turn up." And like we get that people are busy and stuff like that, so that's why we decided. Well, let's like we'll we'll bring Helen in and kind of see her point of view and. I suppose you'd have dear experienced stuff like this before, so probably how would you... firsthand as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's probably at Christmas time. It's so mental in salons; like they're doing absolutely everything they can to accommodate people. Like people start booking Christmas appointments in September, so I guess the earlier they get people in, grand. You can understand kind of maybe coming weeks up, they've forgotten the time and things like that, and maybe want to reschedule it. But like literally everybody wants to get in, get their Christmas stuff done. And there is nothing probably more frustrating on any normal day when people don't turn up or cancel or mm. anything like that. But Christmas time, when you have like a long list of clients waiting on that, like it's just not like on as such because you've built up like such a good client base and when you can't accommodate people in like it's very frustrating not even for the business owner it's so frustrating for the staff member because they're kind of just left with their gap in their day and it's because I mean at least if they had a heads up they could probably get someone in on the waiting list or anything like that yeah yeah and then like salons like there's like apart from you know having the ability like to charge them or things like that there's only so much really that they can do like even myself like I've been messaged twice this week to confirm <laughs> an appointment. So, like, that's just where, what Thailand are up against. And there is people and they don't take any disregard to whether they don't turn up or don't even let you know. So it's just Thailand kind of want to do away with that, shall we say. Did you ever notice if it was kind of, would 
most of the no-shows be your own actual loyal clients or would they be kind of guys who have just booked in because they couldn't get anywhere else or even people coming from the likes of Groupon or Treatwell? Um, it's probably like you could never say that none of your regular clients would not turn up. Like it's a busy period for anybody. And I suppose when you think about it, if someone has made that appointment two months ago, like sometimes there is genuine things that they just forget. Yeah. yeah. Um, they forget the time. They don't read the message properly. They think it's the week after. It's not. So there's always genuine things. I think if it was somebody who's been in business with you a long time, like they're, they're so apologetic because they know how hard it is for them to get in and they know that you probably have somebody there waiting. So um, you'll probably notice the difference between how they act as to somebody who, like as you said, is coming from Groupon or is just making the appointment anywhere, whereas they're not answering the phone, they have no intention of ringing you afterwards, they're not trying to rebook back in, anything like that. So there is, it's not uncommon that you wouldn't see it with regular people, but it's how they deal with it is you can really tell the difference between what kind of ways that they kind of handle it. And like, how did you deal with, I suppose, with no-shows? Um, did, you have, did you have a policy in place in the salon? It's very hard to enforce a policy like that unless you're taking prepayment, booking deposits, or you have some kind of like charge facility like our online bookings. Um, so I guess for salons, like there's so many times you can tell people that, but whether they really take it on board is you're kind of just hoping that they do. Um, we didn't really have kind of a policy, but we, like, I suppose we were maybe a bit selective with our cancellation list because if there was people that we knew that were close by and things like that and long-standing clients, we mm. try to get them in as opposed to, you know, people who we didn't know and who were just trying to get in to the, for the sake of getting in. Um, this time last year, though, I remember having new salons coming and using Forest and they thought, we're only going to take our bookings by online booking. It's like they were getting bookings at like seven in the morning on new, on Christmas Eve. And like one year that they had like three or four people not turn up. And when they're going into work early again, like they want to be in bed too. So um, like Fair they enough. were saying, we'll only book our appointments by online booking because the salon is secure then if they don't turn up at least they can charge them um which i know probably is a bit hard this time of the year it's expensive but but at the same time i mean we had alan stewart from rainbow room international he said he was saying he was doing that uh jenny lawson from most beauty was saying it's a mutual respect thing and obviously if if there's some sort of ex- like extreme situation should be understanding and everything but if it's just not turning up for the sake of not turning up i mean it's just charged but like yeah. there's no value in something that's free. Like if, if people keep giving you, it's like when you keep giving someone free content and stuff like that, I suppose you get used to it. So if you're like, oh yeah, no, you can book over the phone or something like that. And you're not doing a deposit charge or something. No. There, there's no commitment there mm-hmm. where even if you wanted to go to an event and the ticket was two euro, because you've paid that two euro, you feel like, well, actually I've contributed something yeah. to it. So I'm going to be locked into it now. Yeah. If it was a free registration you're just not going to turn up because you haven't lost anything. No. So it'd be good to have a deposit system in place. Yeah. It doesn't even need to be much. It's just enough to say, we've got you, I suppose. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. Like, some some places will ask you for, like, half the booking deposit, like, a half a booking deposit. They might say full 
full like prepay it like a couple of days before um but yeah like that if you are I guess the salon want to kind of take a deposit even just to cover a small amount of their costs like it doesn't have to be the full you know 60 70 80 um euro but like some of the costs and what they need to keep the salon running um you'd be surprised though how many people start to take it over the phone at this time of the year because it is just insane (laughs) (laughs) so apart from that of of course you know that is a a huge challenge and but there's also the whole problem of trying to keep that standard of service yeah at that busy time yeah is there any tips you know firsthand uh, that you could provide um well I suppose like when you throughout the year like you're kind of building the standard of your business and you don't want just that to slip just because you have extra bookings. So like, obviously there's certain things at Christmas time, like everyone's coming in to buy vouchers. So depending on how you package your vouchers, like when anybody has like five, 10 minutes, that's all you do is prep your vouchers. Like we used to have, God knows how many bags of vouchers (laughs) in underneath the reception desk. And like that, just have things prepped, ready to go so that you're not kind of, you know, fumbling around, trying to do it, like designate somebody who's, that's their job to, you know, clean up certain things when they get a free chance. Even a lot of, um, like, we actually, uh, one of the girls I worked with, her sister actually came in for a couple of days just to help out like that with front of house stuff. Mm. Like, I'm sure everybody knows someone who's in around that kind of student that could help out doing minor things in the background, which normal staff can kind of focus on their work, the, their standard, their clients, because you don't want just having extra people to kind of slip that someone then has just a genuine bad experience when they yeah. have good experiences all the other time. So as much as keeping on top of all the background stuff, you know, getting in extra staff anytime you have a minute, even sometimes coming in a half an hour early or staying a half an hour late just to get all that prep done, it takes all the added extra pressure off the normal staff members. Like what you were just saying there, you're coming into Christmas period, the amount of students that are finishing their exams and stuff yeah. now, I mean, like, it, it's tough enough for them to get a job working in a shop or somewhere like that just for a short couple of weeks. So mm. you throw them a few bob, let them stick their earphones in their ears. They're not actually working for anyone. Mm. They're just kind of moving around your salon, cleaning up, sweeping, even setting up Prepping the gift, gift bags. Cards, yeah. Yeah. yeah, even driving tea. So you're not, it's not... How do I say this without like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like saying that it's like child labor or something? But like you're not, we're not saying like bring in another professional to come yeah. to take on that's going to cost you a salary. It's just a kid that's doing nothing else. Now when I say kid, I'm like 16 years up, you know. So. <laughs> Even like people that have, you know, that, you know, are training like in a hair college, beauty college that's what they're aspiring to do after college and things yeah. like that. Like that looks good when you're you're trying to go down that avenue as such, whether it's hair, beauty, holistics, nails, anything. Even just a couple of days here and there kind of stands out to other people. Like a lot of colleges will look for your commitment for that and you know it's handy then you're kind of getting the good part of it. You're getting the, the extra hands on. You could even maybe reward them so like if they're planning on getting done up for Christmas, you could say, listen, do a couple of hours here and then we'll do your hair or something like yeah. that in the evening after yeah. what, half hour, an hour of work. 
Is there anything that you need to know kind of just before closing off for the holiday? I suppose like some of the things like that you can do to get yourself prepped for January is like, you know, possibly re-record your voicemail. Tell your clients that you're going to be closed for this amount of time. If you have an online booking facility, say, you know, okay, we're not here. We're off enjoying our time <laughs> off because it is the only probably time of the year that people in salons really get to switch off for a couple of days and, and relax. So, you know, advise your clients that you're closed for that time. You can yeah. still book online. We'll be back on this day. Um, I know some salons uh, open maybe for a couple of hours on some days, just any last minute kind of um gifts or anything that they haven't gotten and then you know make sure that they're you have everybody probably confirmed for the new year's kind of appointments because you might have a couple of days off and people are like that trying to cancel so maybe you know confirm all of them before you leave on christmas eve i know some businesses have machines and stuff like that that might be on timers make sure to switch them off um so yeah it's a lot to think of when you think about it yeah when you start dissecting everything that used to be a big one we used to forget was to switch off certain machines that you might have on timers or certain things like you know if you're going to be gone for a couple of days you need do you have any rubbish that you need to leave out that's not being picked up until just after christmas so they're kind of the things that aren't straightforward that people don't think about so um yeah and then I suppose just kind of get yourself kind of clients like you know try and get them maybe booked in for January because you kind of know it's going to be a little bit quieter so almost getting like prepped for a quieter time of the year kind of stepping away from it a bit and I suppose if there is some sort of gap in your calendar, at least in January, take that time to, you know, rethink your business strategy for the yeah. year to come and use that time because yeah. after that, it's just, you're back on, you're back on it and it's never going to stop, you know? Yeah, like once you kind of hit mid, like you kind of start to move into February, like everyone's been paid after Christmas, um, you know, you've got Valentine's Day coming up, it's probably not too long thinking about it coming mm-hmm. into Easter, people start to then like that come into the holiday season again so um we get a lot of people I know coming back retraining started marketing um having to think about what they can do differently um whether it's retraining and skills or retraining and as you said strategy that's probably your perfect time to really go and do all those things because like that the other times of the year you don't really you might have a day here and there but you don't have like a block time to really set aside that time to yeah because even though you're only closing your salon for what two three days it might only feel like it's actually the longest period of the year that you have off isn't it yeah like some salons you know reopen on 27th 28th but a lot of salons will probably take a good i would say four days off and like that that's the only time of the year that <laughs> hairdressers, beauticians, anybody get off. When in apart from your your normal kind of annual leave, that's the only time that all of you are off at the same time, and completely probably switch off from everything. And that's not to say that you know if you're or hopefully you, switch off. Yeah, or that's not <laughs> to say that you're not going home, and then on the twenty sixth, friends and family want you to do their bits while you're not in work so you never really fully <laughs> switch off well yeah that pretty much summarizes it for i suppose that christmas madness anyway yeah. um like we said we only like we just wanted to cover kind of where you stand on that like 
with no-shows and cancellations, how can you keep yourself covered? Like Helen was saying, if you do offer a service like online booking, you are entitled to charge them for that no-show, aren't you? Yep, they agree to it, so you can charge them up to the full amount that they have left to pay. So, you know, it's a busy year, obviously, especially with heating bills and things like yeah. that, so you can cover yourselves for the cost that you can. So, um, And as long as that's made clear with the clients, there should be no concerns, because yeah. like if they really want that appointment... They'll turn up. They're, yeah, they're not thinking, oh, I'm going to block book this and maybe turn up. It's I need this done now. So, yes, like I'm willing to pay the whole t- appointment now or the whole treatment now. So, um, yeah, Helen, thanks very much for that. Cheers. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. And so if we move on to the Forest Academy webinars, we're going to keep this episode short and sweet. Well, first of all, we have the Salon Order Summit coming up real soon on January 8th. So that's sold out. There's a waiting list available uh, if you go on our Facebook page into the event. The ticket section will get you straight to the waiting list. So you can go on there. And then our next Forest Academy webinars are actually in January as well. So the first one will be how to motivate your team with Valerie Del Forge and she's also giving a talk at the Salon Owner Summit so as usual you book in uh, save your spot on Facebook or if you go onto the Forest blog you can find that webinar as well the other one that we have coming up in Jan would be the Instagram Masterclass but we'll talk about it uh, more in depth in the next few weeks cool yeah so that's from us from episode 55 and thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in next week will be our last episode of the year and then we'll catch you on the flip side in 2018 all the best